Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. Okay, let's get to the update then that many of you have been asking for about the situation involving South African footballer Tulani Tele, who had gone for trials in Georgia and then we later found out that he'd been detained on his way back home. And we are joined on the line by his auntie, Nontlantla Shongo. Good evening, auntie. Thanks for being able to take our call on SAFM tonight. Good evening, Tabiso. Thanks for uh, allowing me today to speak on this issue. Thank you. It's been two months now since we last spoke. Firstly, how's the family holding up? How are you dealing with this situation? Um, it's not good. It's not good. And um, especially the father, um, I don't think he's taking this uh, well because, you know, sometimes you will just look at him and he's just dozing. And I believe he's also on the verge of depression. You know, he's really not taking it well. It's affecting his um, his life. It's affecting everybody at home, especially me as well, because, you know, everybody is just counting on me to tell them what's happening since I've been the one at the forefront following up with Deco regarding this issue. So the family is really not holding up very well. So, so where are we now? Because the last time we spoke, we had an update from the father who told us that Tulani was in pre-trial detention in Georgia and the case would start in early August. What's the situation now? Because judging from what you're saying, it doesn't look like it's improved. Um, what I can say is that um, at the time when this issue was um, uh, active, like where, when everybody was talking about this, about this issue of Tulani Daily, it seemed as if there were a lot of people who were coming forefront to assist us. And we've been communicating with Deco, but then after a while, then everything just died. So the last communication we had was that uh, Tulani was going to be, uh, was going to have a court case whether I don't know whether it was a court appearance on the 20th of July, but then that didn't happen. So I sent a, another email to Deco just following up what had happened. Uh, that was on the 22nd of July, because remember the case was meant to be on the 20th. And the lady uh, by the name of uh, Miss Ngobeni from Deco then sent an email saying that um, the court didn't happen. Apparently on the 28th, there was supposed to be a a hearing, but Tulane was not supposed to go to court. So it seemed as if some officials were supposed to meet uh, on that day. But what then transpired was that there was an envelope. It was specific on the email saying an envelope with details regarding this case, which were sent to the South African embassy in Ankara. And nobody knows what was the content of that envelope. So we just waited and we we were just supposed to wait and, and hear from whoever from the South African embassy. And now this Miss Ngobeni then alluded to say, maybe, what's going to happen is this. So what he said, on, what she said on the email was that um, maybe Tulani was just going to be given a penalty and then be released to come back to the country. But remember, those were just her, her says, like, you know, because mm. nobody knew what was the content of that envelope. And that was on the 22nd of July. So since then, I mean, it's August now, uh, nothing has happened. I remember I, I've been sending... Um, follow-ups 
like asking this Miss Ngubeni what is happening. I've, I've even tried to call the embassy. So after that email, nothing has happened. Like now the responses have stopped because remember before then, before this, uh, when this issue was you know, on the news, everybody was talking about it. Whenever we send emails, you know, people were so quick to respond. So it's really frustrating that now we don't know what is happening. And remember, we also can't get hold of Utulani and we don't know really what's going on and where to from now. Yeah, so, so basically what it means is that he's still in detention. He is still in detention. We understand or we believe so. And, and do we know what he is being accused of? Is there any clarity? Well... On the letter, on the email um, that Umis uh, Ngobeni had sent, he said it was alleged that he took a cell phone and that they've got uh, evidence that uh, I, I believe, I'm not sure, that um, it was uh, on camera or something like that. So it was alleged that he took a cell phone, but then also on the email, it was said that the cell phone was returned to the rightful owner and it was not damaged, you know. So like, I mean, we are now, we're not sure what's going to happen. You know, if they say allegedly he took the cell phone and then it was, you know, given back to the rightful owner. So then what happens? Why is he still detained? You know, I don't know what's the process Mm -hmm. that side. Yeah. And and in one of the letters we saw when we found out that he was in detention in Georgia, there was a Georgian lawyer assigned to Tulani. There was even a number there. Have you been able to get in touch with the lawyer that side? No, we have not. Remember the information regarding the lawyer we got that around June. It was mm-hmm. in June. And uh, they said, they even gave us the number like you're saying. So we tried to call the lawyer, but... Um, the issue or the problem that we have since this thing started is the language barrier. That side, they don't entertain any English, like any English speaking people. Like you would try even to call a police station a, or whoever they said that you managed to get hold of. But the minute you start uh, conversing in English, they don't respond, they just hang up. So this number we tried calling, the person on the other end, didn't say much, like he kept saying hello, hello, and then I tried to explain myself, who am I, and I even said to Lani Fele, hoping that he would know, you know, I'm calling with regards to the matter that, you know, was put to him. So he just hung up. So nobody from our family has managed to get hold of this lawyer, yet we were given his name and the number by Deco. So, you know, he's never communicated anything to us. And, and then what about Tulani, auntie? Has, you're saying you haven't been able to speak to him. Has there been no form of communication from Tulani at all? Well, uh, on the, I can't remember when, but I think it was around beginning of July. <clears throat> we, uh, it was not myself, it was Ukoko. She received a WhatsApp from an unknown number, but it was a Georgian number. And it had screenshots of a letter. So when we read the letter, it was obvious that it was coming from Utulani. So the content of the letter, it was Utulani saying, uh, you know, just trying to find out how we are and just letting us know how he has been and how he's been trying to contact us since April. And um, like 
on the content of the letter, he also said, you know, he's been asking for the state lawyer and already has been afforded one, but he asked the lawyer to get hold of us and to communicate what had happened. And I think also he, he asked us to write to the embassy on the letter. So basically he wrote something on the letter and he asked somebody who works in that prison, allegedly in that prison, to send it and he gave this person a number because that's the number he could remember by heart and it was sent via whatsapp to Coco. so we read that letter and i mean for us to believe it was him mm. because he said you know he referred to Coco and he even asked about so you know we believe it was him who sent the letter so yeah we have been we received that letter. That's as far as the communication goes in terms of the family communicating with Utulani. So after that, there hasn't been anything. So we've also asked Ukoko to try to communicate with this person who sent the letter. But I mean, there's been nothing. And how does he say he's holding up in, in, in detention there in Georgia? Look, it didn't say much. I mean, we were hoping that he would tell us, you know, everything he wrote. Uh, he was basically asking for things. Uh, he was saying, okay, he told us about the, the court date and he was also asking for money so that he can buy stuff because apparently he doesn't have anything there. He was also asking for cosmetics, but more than, more especially the content, like a majority of what he wrote on the letter was just asking us to find him help. They to whether to ask to the embassy for assistance or to ask uh, where can we get, find or get hold of this letter. He even asked, uh, there was a guy who was assisting us who stays mm. in Georgia by the name of Uvido. So he even asked Uvido that at least if he could come over because he's there in Georgia, come over, maybe they can allow uh, him to see mm. him, you know. Sure. For so, those who yeah. just joining us, we are speaking to the aunt of Tulani Tselen and Tlantla Shongo just to get an update on his situation. We covered the story about two months ago in June um, when he went missing in Georgia, having gone for trials. We later found out that he was detained in Georgia. Still, not It wasn't clear why he was detained in Georgia and we were told that there will be a two-month pre-trial detention uh, before he goes to court, basically. And uh, that's when then um, Deco, we, we try to get Deco involved uh, with the family. The family had been trying to get assistance from Deco prior to us putting the story in air. Uh, but we did uh, put Deco in touch with the family. And as we hear from the family now, it doesn't look like there's been a lot of progress. And and how do you feel about that, Auntie? The fact that um, obviously it's a legal matter now. We handed it over to Deco, but it doesn't seem like there's been just um, satisfactory assistance here. Look, I mean, uh, it's it's obviously frustrating. It's it's frustrating in, in a sense that we did our part in terms of working with uh, the government officials. Remember when this thing started? It was two months ago, and since we've been flooding their inboxes because I've been sending emails to everyone I could get hold of, you know. And then they started to respond and said, okay, no, wait, you guys are not allowing or affording us time to do our job because it seems like even the um, uh, journalists are now, you know, frustrating us so we can't do our work properly. So the fact that we've been uh, quiet in a, in, a, in a sense, giving or allowing them or affording them time to work on this, hoping that, you know, they will come back and tell us what's happening. It's really frustrating to see them not now 
coming back to us and telling us what is happening. So to me, it feels like they just did that for the sake of shutting down, you know, uh, um, the dust. So that now once the dust has settled, then they just forgot about it. It really felt like that. And that is really frustrating, you know, to feel Uguti, the government officials are not, they don't care in a way, you know, they don't care. Now that nobody is talking about this, then fine, move on to, you know, it's it, it really so frustrating. And and have you heard from the agent who organized the trials for Tulani initially? Have they tried to assist since we last spoke? No, nobody, no one. Uh, th- there's been no one who has really approached us and said, this is what I'm willing to do other than, you know, the assistance that we have been getting from uh, you guys, uh, SAFM, and also, you know, from Udeko, which have now, you know, since since July, have just quiet uh, on us. They just went vogue on us now. So so now at this stage, what, what, what kind of assistance do you need as a family? What are you pleading for? What can you be assisted with? What's, what's important for the family right now? What's important is for us to, well, I think what we need is a government official who will be able to communicate with Georgian uh, officials and find out what is happening, you know, to, to actually find out what's going to happen not these alleged or hearsays or, you know, getting conf- uh, 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 communication from uh, somebody who's on the email. Sometimes you get them or sometimes you don't. But you just need somebody who's up there. I don't know when uh, the level you can go, but you just need somebody who will assist in terms of communicating with Georgian and finding out what's happening, why is he uh, held there, and for how long, and after that, what's going to happen. You know, like a clear uh, a, a clear communication in terms of when is when can we talk to him, and when can he come back to the country. And we'll also appreciate if at least we could, you know, just reach out and speak to him, even if it's a phone call or anything, you know, mm. we'll really appreciate that. Okay, we I believe we've got a voice note uh, that's come through on 0614104107. Let's play that. Hi, hi, hi. Good evening, FM and listeners. Um, it's Isaac here. I think it's very serious. And then obviously the father is getting sick now and the family is so disrupted. And I think we need to take it, I mean, as South Africans, we need to go to Karina Street in Otakluf. That's where the Georgian embassy is situated in, in South Africa. We need to show support. You need to take deck with us. And we must be in front line. Like we show them that we need him back in our country. Deco must make sure that uh, Tulane is bringing back to South Africa. We cannot afford to lose a young boy like him under the full substance of playing soccer in foreign country. Obviously, it's racially motivated that they treating him as a black person. So he must bring back, let us go to Toitoi or to make a support in Karina Street in order to, that's where the, um, the embassy is situated. We need to go there and make sure that they bring him back in our country. Ciao, ciao. Okay, thanks for that voice note. And and the family, have you tried to go directly to the Georgian embassy, auntie? In South Africa? Um, no. Mm. We have not, we have not, we have not gone to the Georgian embassy. And I think we have also missed that because it's news to me that we do have a Georgian embassy here. You know, had we known about that, maybe there was also going to be our, you know, another 
action that we would, we would have taken. But we didn't know about that and we haven't been there. And I remember when we spoke to the father the last time, he had said he was even willing to go to Georgia himself to go find out what is going on. And as the family, is the family still hoping to travel to Georgia? Do you think that'll be better if you go to Georgia yourself or you don't want to bypass the authorities? No, at this point, I mean, we are willing to do that. Remember, the father was even willing then. I mean, even now, he's still willing to do that. So as a family, we are obviously willing to go there and assist because we feel if we're there, at least, you know, we can see. I don't know whether there will be much that we can do because remember, this is an, a government issue, you know. I don't know whether there will be much that we can do because remember, if you go there, uh, there's a chance that we might, go to the prison and yet they won't allow us to go there you know or they won't even allow us to see him because remember we've had people whom we know they're in georgia and we've been asking them to go like at first they were searching for him and then again once we knew that he was held in gildani we sent people to go there but still they were not allowed to go and see utulani so nobody has seen him like since april Nobody has seen him. Yet we know we've seen the letter, but we don't know how you know, he is, whether he's eating or whether he's kept in a prison. Like, you know, the condition he's at, we don't even know. But okay. we are really willing to go there as a family if there is a chance or, you know, if we are afforded that. Okay, let's play another voice note. Good evening, Tabi. So good evening to your guest. A sad story that we are still hearing about Tulani. Maybe if we uh, pledge a support, maybe the listeners and also the PSO and maybe the Mosepe Foundation, if maybe they can get certain uh, any amount of money that maybe we can send a delegation from the family to visit him. You understand? If Deco is failing, then surely the entire country needs to pull up our stocks to help him. Besides, if, if the trials went through, he could have been maybe the next Lionel Messi or the next Cristiano Ronaldo. It's Bramoro in Bluefontein. Okay, thanks for that, Bramoro. And Auntie, have you figured out, uh, did you, did, have you ever worked out as a family how much it would cost to go to Georgia and come back? Um, uh, in April, when we did the cost, it was something around 20, I think 20, plus 25 to 28. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm not sure now, but at that time, yes, we did uh did the maths like and calculated the cost it came out to came up to 25 to 28000 okay bramoro i think i'm starting to agree with you bramoro maybe we need to take matters into our own hands yeah i think we've respected all the processes we have um given afforded deco the space to try and deal with this matter we did put them in touch with the family and we really thought that there would be a positive update or at least just an an update that is satisfactory to the family after these two months that's why we didn't get involved because it was a legal matter also but clearly if nothing has happened so far then I, I don't think we should wait maybe we must really take matters into our own hands and see what we can do especially after the conversations we had with them um this week to be f to be fair they said they'll come back to us tomorrow but judging by how katlech was speaking to them this week it doesn't seem like there's an update or they it, it just seems like this case has been put on the back banner basically by deco because they even had to go back and find out from other people what is happening they promised to give us an update at three we called at three they said we're going to give you another update before the show we called again and there was no update so uh, it doesn't seem like it's a priority for them maybe they've got other cases that they're dealing with there's a backlog i don't know but maybe we shouldn't be waiting right now let's play another voice note 
Mr. Musia, Mr. Musia, good evening, sir. You know, you know, somehow, somehow things should be taken very serious. The very same government that they are protecting all the foreigners, they must do the same to, to learn. They must make sure that they do, we can take our own money. We can take our own money uh, and pay all the costs so that we must get the young boy back home. Oh, now the father is ill now. These people, they, 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 uh, Jesus. Okay. Anything. I thought his call is finished. Uh, listen, Sissy, we are not going to be afraid to stand up and go to the weather. We'll be held accountable. That is illegal much, whatever doesn't matter. Jomasono and Max Maponyan, we need you, not under your name, that the boys in the country, they'll be taken for soccer and the next thing they don't come back. Not under the soccer. When I'm saying under your name, I'm talking about soccer. You are the soccer leaders. Right now, we're sitting at home with no money and watch Chiefs play because of this political thing that they make it on the 23rd, knowing that we don't have money to go there. So please, not under your name. Let's go and match CC and all the soccer clubs. We're going to pop out one rent. We take the family to George. They must go to George and go and see if that boy is there. Let us work now. One rent, all the soccer clubs will make it. It will buy you a ticket to go there. Hey, Auntie, please try to uh, reach to the EFF and see what they can do for you. You know what the touch moves on. So please just write to them and try to reach to them. The, the EFF might, might give you help on this. Hi, Tabiso, could you please organize with Auntie a crowdfunding to bring back Tulani home? We want to contribute in that as soon as yesterday. Zuki, Eastern Cape. Uh, good evening, good evening, Tabiso. Hey, the story of Tulani, Tulani hey, it, it, it's heartbreaking. I think uh, we should uh, take uh, the matters into our own hands because it seems as if the government has failed us. It has been two months and there's no feedback. No, there's, this government is useless, man. Uh, evening, Tabiso. Uh, this is sad, man. Uh, this is sad. This is terrible. Uh, I can't believe that no movement has happened from the time we touched on this case until now. Um, you know, and I think it's sad for our for our South African embassy, you know, not to attend to matters like this, but we are really there to attend to other matters that may not involve uh, our own people. Um, I think really, 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 this is this is heartbreaking, man. Um, this must be sorted. We can't be sitting here still going around in circle, no man. Mm. Okay, no, thanks for those. I think we're going to take it up with our own management here and uh, see uh, if they can allow us to do this crowdfunding, but we'll also speak to the family after the show and see if they agree and how we can organize this because I think it's time to take matters into our own hands. Then if, if the government eventually comes to the party, I think they'll find us having done something already. And, and Auntie, during this, do you, do you agree with that, that maybe we should take matters into our own hands now just as a public and those that are able to assist? Would you welcome that as a family?
No, definitely a thousand percent. I'm I'm behind it. You know, like I'm saying, we've been waiting and hoping that the government will do their job and assist us in this matter. We don't know what is happening. We don't know, like you were saying, it's a backlog or they just put it at the back, you know, now because it's no longer one of their interests. So I'm thousand percent behind everybody that we really need to take this matter into our own hands and do whatever that we can. You know, maybe, you know, our voices will reach where they're supposed to reach. And and is this an isolated incident from what you from what you hear or are there similar um, situations like this of other South Africans in Georgia? Um, this issue, Tabiso, is scary. You know, after this, um, after um, this incident, Gatulani, remember of been communicating with people I could get hold of in Georgia. There is a there is a guy by the name of Uvido, and I'm not sure whether you recall that he was also mentioned as one of the guys who was assisting Utulani mm. when he didn't have food to eat, he didn't have you know like nowhere to sleep, you know. So Uvido, since he's been following up in Georgia regarding this issue with Utulani, he told me that he came across a lot of young boys who are ill-treated, who are also, you know, mistreated, who have been coming to him and begging him for food. You know, even the conditions they are at day, like, and the the, 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 the disheartening thing is that he told me that these guys are young from the age of like 11, 14. And again, you know, he doesn't see any guy of another color. You know, the fact that he would mention that, that it's black young boys who are they tossing in the sun trying to find a, a trial but now you ask yourself how did they get to georgia he said it's hundreds of boys who are there in georgia and it, it puzzled me how do they get there to georgia who is sending these young boys to georgia yet they are sending them to these ill or to these conditions and nobody is taking care of them there. So you find that they are just there now, left with nothing, left with no money to come back. I don't know. I, I really don't know what is happening there. So it's not it's not a, an isolated incident. Okay, Auntie, thanks for, for giving us the update under the circumstances. I think a lot of people wanted to know what's happening and I think people are shocked mm. by the fact that there's been no uh, proper assistance from our government here and it's really unfortunate and uh, we do feel for the family. I think we're going to take matters into our own hands now. We'll get in touch with the family and we'll see how we can uh, take this matter forward and how we can assist. Thank you so much, Sabi. So, and I really want to thank the people for their passionate involvement in this matter. So really thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you to everybody that has called us today and that has uh, given us some suggestions and I- 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 ideas. Um, I've heard the crowdfunding. I think it's a good one. I've heard that people want to march also. We don't want to be seen to be marching, something that might incite violence. But let's see. Let's take all those suggestions and put them in one big bag and see what we can come up with that's very uh, uh, constructive here. But I understand people are frustrated and they're also frustrated by the lack of effort from our government. So I think we have to take matters into our own hands now. Let's see what we can do um, ourselves and how we can assist the family.